0: What's more satisfying? Putting it right in the heart or having a twirl?
1: Right in the heart, because the twirl scares me. I'm That's like, don't true. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> do not you pop those, please. Shit. You piece because of shit. Because then,
0: go then to you your get home. to say, uh, oh, out of her mouth, kid walk, kids walked
1: in. Yeah. Out <laughs> of her mouth, and the kids walked in. One of the best lines ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
1: Wow, baby, it is episode 156 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire. It's your host this episode, just the host boys, Jevin and Hayden. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll with some NHL and NFL news. Hey, how's it going, my friend?
2: <coughs> it's going
1: good. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, it's been a... It's been a minute since I've seen you on uh, on Thursday. Uh, how you been, man? How you been?
0: Good. Absolutely hit uh, nasty, nasty in a good way. Chest day at the gym today. Love that for you. Pecs are popping right now. You got double D's on you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> let's fucking go. Shane and... comes home. Uh, Hayden, why are you wearing my bras? Ah, good pump today. Yeah, I just just need it from the boobs, honey. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I got tits now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been drinking a lot of milk, as we know. Milkman. Oh, milkman head, milkman head. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, yeah. And then uh, I also tried planking, uh, and I haven't planked in so fucking long. I immediately did it for a minute today, and I'm like. Pfft. I like got six. Right, how are you? <laughs> are you gonna bring yeah. back the trend of planking in random places, dude? I should. I should just start planking everywhere. Yeah, and be like, yeah, left side heavy plank. Hundred percent. Make it a hashtag. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but for sure. no, yeah, it's been it's been good. Obviously, or not obviously, but golfed a lot on the weekend. Love that. Made a. Uh, you know how I haven't been putting good. Yeah. Dude, I drained four putts over 30 feet. You just had it that day. had it. And my irons, like, my irons were, like, the surefire club. I think I hit, like, two solid irons. The rest I chunked. And it's like, what the fuck? And my driver was so fucking on, so consistent. But, like, the first putt I made, it was, like, four, you know, hole 11 where you can, like, skip the trees, how we did it? Yeah. Yeah, so we did it. <clears throat> it was my drive. Then Duncan shot back left part of 11 at a front pin. And, like, Duncan putt first. Were you guys doing a scramble thing? Yeah, yeah, it was a scramble. Yeah. And then I put second. And it just, it had eyes the whole way. And, like, let's say, like, this is the cup, right? Yeah. The ball was coming in like this. And it like went around and fell in a toilet bowl. Oh, it was was so good. (laughs) That's beautiful, man. Yeah, it was it was a poetic justice for my terrible day of putting.
1: Draining a left to right slider is one of the best feelings in golf.
0: Honestly, draining anything over 10 feet. Is like, yeah, that's right. I could putt. Yeah, PGA, here <laughs> I come. I saved a stroke off my game, and yeah. like it adds up quick. So, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, it's such a satisfying. I think what's more satisfying, putting it right in the heart, or having a twirl.
1: Right in the heart, because the twirl scares me. I'm That's like, don't true. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> do not, not pop out, shit. please. You piece because of shit. Because then.
0: Go to then your you home. They get to say, uh, "Oh, out of her mouth, kids walked. Kids
1: walked in. Yeah, out of her mouth,
0: and the kids walked in. One of the best lines ever.
1: <laughs> oh my God, how have you been, though, man? Good. Only a few more days left in my sober month. First, uh, first of twenty twenty three. So that's uh one down, four to go. It's almost like an, I'm not even doing four months. I'm doing more so like eighty percent mo- like full months, and then the rest are just like add up to one hundred twenty days. But hmm It's going good. Um, leaving for Idaho this weekend. I'm gonna go watch um heading down with uh Big Off, friend of the show. Uh Evan Yee, also friend of the show. Austin Cactus hasn't been a friend of the show yet, but I'm sure he'll come on at some point. But <laughs> um, yeah, we're going down to Idaho to watch the Steelheads. Our buddy Colton Keller plays for the Idaho Steelheads. Colton Keller, friend of the show. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big deal. Not a big deal. How are you? Keep the change. <laughs> um. Yeah, he has a back-to-back on Friday, Saturday. So we're ripping down Friday morning, making the ten-hour drive to Idaho, getting absolutely slammed on the weekend, and then coming home Sunday, or at least me and Evan are coming home Sunday because we have school and work on the Monday. So yeah, we're gonna get a round of golf and uh watch our buddy play some hockey. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good time. Electric, um, yeah. Um, going no hat this episode. Um, <laughs> hairs all over the place. Yeah, let the locks flow a little bit. But fuck <laughs> do I ever need a haircut? It's bad news bears up in here right now. It's hairs getting oh, greasy yeah. every 30 seconds, so I need to fix that. But no, yeah, we're uh, we're thriving. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, schools absolutely bending me over and showing me the 50 states, but that's almost done as always. Um I did commit to that Manitoba practicum. So she's locked in locked huge. and loaded. So I'm uh making that heist on April 14th or whenever the last day of my semester is. Uh making the drive down there. I'm driving. So I have a vehicle down there. Um get to experience uh the straight line straight drive of uh Saskatchewan and um Get to go through Calgary, through, um, get to drive through Banff. I'm excited for the drive, but just, uh, you know, I've never, like, made that kind of road trip before, so I'm kind
0: of excited about it. Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a fun drive from Calgary to to Banff, I'll say. I mean, I've done it twice now. Uh, two times in the past two years. How are you? How are you? And the first time was fucking scary, more or less because it was december twenty first yeah, not a deal, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's just say, like driving up there was terrible, yep, uh, snow, yeah, as Heard usual for yeah, as usual, for the top of the mountain, and into Calgary, obviously, or into Banff, I should say, was snowy as well. I uh, hit a patch of black ice. Almost died. Not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was fine. I had a, cat, a ton of cat litter, just in case if I got stuck. Yep. had a shovel. Uh, lost the shovel. Fuck. And... <laughs> <laughs> had it. Lost it. <laughs> had it. Lost it. And then I also had chains for the back of uh, my wheels for my dad's truck. And then the guy told me that they would last from like point to point. They did not. Oh. One of them came off and started whipping the da- side of my dad's truck. <laughs> Big song fest from the fucking buddy <laughs> guy there. <laughs> and uh, luckily, ICBC said, oh, yeah, you, you know what? We'll just report this as uh, vandalism and uh, not like your son just tore up the fucking side of the truck. Yeah, that was a scary ass image. But uh, yeah, no. So we left here at like 430 and got to Calgary at two o'clock their time. AM. <laughs> so, I'm not a yeah, math it, guy, it, so how long was that drive? Oh, uh, 21 hours. <laughs> 4 of those hours were waiting at the top of the coke for uh the shit to open up. But then the second time we went in the summer and it was a great drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. standing in your way. No, I'll let you know one thing though. When you're at Golden, mm-hmm. Yeah. Be ready for your right leg to get the workout of its fucking life because you're going down a hill for about 10 fucking minutes. And depending on if there's traffic or not, your leg is going to feel like kicking a horse is oh, possible because you're pressing on that brake pad. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm so, going I'm going mid-April, so I'm hoping I don't run into the same problems you have. I I feel like everything should kind of be better. Around that um, we all hope. never pray for a bad time. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see. it'll uh, I'm excited though. Um, I get to do a bunch of different stuff at the radio station, like audio production, um, learn about marketing theories there. i get I'm gonna get some chance on the radio. We're gonna help write, just shadow some of the guys there. So I'm excited for the opportunity. Uh Dauphin, Manitoba. Manitoba, um, little uh, small town three Hours north of Winnipeg. Hopefully, if the Jets are in the plots, I can catch a playoff game if it lands on a weekend. I think that would be a really fun time. Uh oh, Quinn Hughes naturally just tied it up with 53 seconds left. Canucks don't know how to get a good draft pick. <laughs> um, we are playing to be mid for the next 20 years. Love it. How do you spell Dolphin?
0: D A U P H I N. That took that is literally the dumbest way to spell dolphin. I put it in originally, D O F F I N. But then let's just make the ah sound A U and the f- sound P H. Fuck like, off.
1: That's like spelling Jeff G E O F F E. It's like yeah, like what's, all, the the this, fuck up. what's all this? What's all extra letters here? Why do you hate <laughs> your child
0: to spell Jeff that way? Like, come on, make it simple. So if you drove straight from here to Dolphin, uh, twenty hours and fifty four minutes. Yeah. So, now, imagine that, but only going about just over a third of the distance, and that's pretty much how long it took me to get to Calgary. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Saskatchewan actually looks like it's just such a fucking calming oh, I... road. From Medicine Hat to Regina, oh my god.
1: Yeah, um, my mom said that, because like a, a parent at the daycare said, like, you have to make sure you have energy. And, like, you're fresh off either a nap or a good night's sleep to drive Saskatchewan because you will legit get so zoned out driving that you might swerve and crash because of how boring the drive is because it's just straight and it's just wheat fields on either side of you. So that's one I might have to, depending on how I'm feeling, before I enter Saskatchewan, I might have to, you know, take a quick power nap and maybe have a monster energy in my cup holder. But...
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's actually insane. Like the your only like big break is from Melville to Yorkton, where you instead of going like at a I guess if you call this a a hundred and seventy five degree angle, you'd then go to like a hundred and twenty degree angle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to uh, Brett Rosell, front of the show. Yeah. Um and he, he's from Winnipeg and he's made that he's made the trip like to Calgary and then Calgary to here, like He's lived in Winnipeg, Calgary, and here, obviously. And um, he was saying, he was like, yeah, you may probably make three turns when you're driving through Saskatchewan because it's just (laughs) one fucking drive. And I'm like, yo, that's
0: bad. (laughs) I wonder how long it takes to get through the province then. I feel like it can't be that long. But I don't know. Quick Google
1: search can uh, answer that question. Let's see. How long is the drive through Saskatchewan? I can't. I I can't say Saskatchewan without saying the grown-up Saskatchewan. It's just impossible for me.
0: It's yeah. That's basically how you want to do it. Can't do it. Okay, come on. Why isn't this just a simple?
2: Like ah, there it is. It's only
0: six hundred and fifty-four kilometers.
1: So if I go. Six- 600 kilometers, it should take me just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if I go 600 kilometers an hour, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I So that get... means if you go, let's see, 654, let's say you if do... If I go 60
1: kilometers per hour, it'll take me 10 hours, which I'm probably going to be going more than 60, so I'm
0: probably... I'd say you go 120. Yeah, 90
1: This'll to take 120. Five and
0: a half hours. But driving through a province, that's not... <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, but I see why... You actually will get bored and might like just fucking might sunk myself off to the right. Oh my god, five and a half hours a week? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wheat fields and maybe
1: (laughs) two gas stations (laughs) and the occasional Tim Hortons. Yeah, there you go. The occasional Tim Hortons. Well, uh hey, how about we uh, how about we get into this episode with question of the week? Let's Uh, go. We will be recording an episode before the Masters, but the Masters came into my head, and it was kind of a golf-inspired question. Question. Uh, and this, uh, you didn't prepare for this, obviously, because you didn't know it, but yep. um, I feel like you might get some names that come to your head right away. Uh, you kind of walk through it and stuff like that, but question, if you could go yeah. for a round of golf with you and three others... And you have your pick at a PGA or live player. Okay. Flash, a fictional character, and then uh, miscellaneous whatever you want. So Ooh. so PGA live player, a fictional character, and then, and then whoever wh- I want, whoever you want, whether it's an athlete, someone, one of our buddies, like whatever.
0: Who's your foursome? Oh, okay, that's a good one. So the PGA slash live tour player, um man, it's it's either between Tiger or Phil for me, because Phil uh I try to like take a bunch of his game into mine with good around like the green, even though I completely fucking suck. Uh and I'm not a degenerate like him as gambling. Uh and tiger. Probably the greatest golfer of all time. Yeah. Uh, Say what you want about titles and shit like that. There's more good golfers now than there was when Jack was playing. No disrespect to Jack. Uh, So I think it's Tiger, dude. Tiger was disregarding how shitty human beings uh, they've been in the past about Tiger and Phil. It's obviously Tiger. Like, oh yeah, he would be so fun to play with i see like the little sound bites of like him and even and even phil like they're both amazingly awesome characters but tiger woods yeah
1: it's has has to be and uh you um well, let's uh we can go back and forth do our uh okay. and i'm it's not a draft but i'm gonna try and be different and not just i'm gonna kind of add... choose the same people yeah um okay. but honestly, it honestly doesn't matter uh kind of uh itching to do a John Daly, I think that would be an absolute round <laughs> that would be fun fun, yeah. having John Daly as your partner, yeah, um, I agree, and like even like going current, I think Justin Thomas would be a fun round of golf he he's um he's just like he seems like he's really um his banter um just like on the course is like really laid back or actually hmm, it wouldn't be him. I'm no to keep it current. I think I'm going with Max Homa. I am Max Homo. is his personality is unbelievable. Um, But I think for the, for the jokes, the stories and everything like that, I think my final answer is John Daly. I think it would just it'd be such a cool round of golf with John Daly. Yes, I agree. I agree. A uh, fictional character for you? Who are
0: you going with? You going? With? Uh, just because he's such a staple to one of my favorite fictional characters of Happy Gilmore. Uh, I'm gonna go with Happy Gilmore's coach, uh, Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> yeah. I really wonder what that guy was like before someone bit off his hand. Yeah. Great uh, pick. Chubbs Peterson. Obviously, um... fuck. What's
2: his name now? What's his car
0: Carl, Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers. that's the absolutely vet. great actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a part of like one really famous meme that Shaden and I never knew. You know, like the the big muscly arms, like dapping each other. Oh yeah. Arms? Yeah, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. No way. In the first Predator movie, yeah. That's unbelievable. We we were watching it, like, uh, months ago, and we saw that happen, and it's literally just a still shot of their hands dapping up, and we we both look. Meme!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Leo meme. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, 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 pause. Uh, no, that's a good pick. That's a good pick, Chubbs. Yeah, so Chubbs, also the Canucks just lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they lost a bit ago. They're playing the highlights right now. Um, okay. for me, this is a, it's a tough question. Like, the, there's so many that I was kind of like thinking about, and I was like, "Which route do I want to go?" Like, I don't know if this guy would even be good at golf, but like, I think playing golf with Deadpool or something or like would be hilarious because the the laughs would be unbelievable. Um, definitely thought of happy.
2: Um. But
1: I think like Shooter McGavin would be good too. Shooter, um, Shooter. yeah, <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> what do I want to go with?
2: There's a lot of good fictional characters to go with. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go, uh... Oh, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> nice. You know
0: who you also could have gone with? Who's that? <laughs> the the same guy from Happy Gilmore. Um, The guy that Happy Gilmore, like, first golf with, and he's, like, trying to teach him lessons and shit like that. <laughs> Bob Barker? No, oh, no, 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 no not Bob am. Barker. Not sure yeah, program. that's the pro-am. But it's like a... Ah, oh, fuck. I just know he has like one really fucking funny line to him and uh then Adam Sandler like looks at me like, oh yeah, okay, and then throws his gloves. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you know what?
1: That that's uh that's good. Yeah, shoot him a Gavin. That's who I'm going with. Uh who's your uh, miscellaneous?
0: My miscellaneous, um, man, this is hard because it can obviously literally be anyone, yeah. Um, I think just for the hell of it, with anyone, probably Bugs Bunny, uh, yeah, uh, who knows what that guy can do, you know, he can pull a club out of his ass and. He has the tremendous luck, so I feel like some of it must rub off on me and then maybe I get a hole in one. Yeah. So I have to imagine Bugs has probably played golf before. I mean, what hasn't he done? You know? He's, Seriously. He's uh like he's raced a turtle. Um competed in the Olympics. So I, I'm presuming golf is easy for this fictional rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> guys elite elite athlete elite jokester and shoots people <laughs> but it's fine because they don't die yeah yeah it's fine um
1: my miscellaneous person is uh Bobby Fairways from Bob does sports um the YouTube channel i he is but he is pure entertainment and he's hilarious on the course. And I just think the banter, the way he carries a, uh, the way <laughs> it would be a pause moment. What I was just about to say, I was like, the way he carries a
0: foursome is crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's the backbone of the foursomes. <laughs> yeah. He's the foundation. He breaks the backs of the foursomes too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but if anyone who's a bob does sports um watcher you will completely understand what i'm saying he is so funny and just like the way he talks and his banters it's, it's off the charts so um i think bob does sports uh bobby Fairways from bob does sports is, is what i'm going with that's my that's my pick might be a bad pick out of anyone in the world but i'm just talking about like in terms of what the situation is. hmm Bob does sports. Or maybe you can go the great one like Wayne Gretzky or something like that. And like chat his ear off as well. Like go a like professional athlete that way. You could go Drew Breeze or something. But uh yeah. <laughs> but I think I've already locked it in. I think Bob does sports I'd have a really good time
0: with. So I'm looking at Bugs Bunny highlights for golf here. Uh guy's just a major cheater. <laughs> Patrick Reed, uh, <laughs> dude, he. This is his first clip, all right. Not only is his wind up so slow, but he's a stiffler uh, on the tee box. But he was literally tapping his foot, and Bugs like turned and gave him the death stare. But his backswing consisted of multiple flips, and then absolutely rocketing this ball. <laughs> Balls doing swirls in the air. Looks like it's about to like land short of the green, and he just goes and runs over and digs the biggest hole with a shovel and plants the flag in there. And he marked it as a hole-in-one. So, not looking good for me, actually. No. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, have and to then keep the... a close eye on him. Oh, 100%. And then the next clip, he nails down his duo's ball to the tee. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking hell. So uh, but the guy is a gi- the guy is a ginger, so I'm not surprised. Not so. yet, no, <laughs> no, no, he was fucking idiot. But um,
1: yeah, I got a, uh, I got John Daly, Shooter McGavin, and uh, Bobby Fairways from Bob Dust Sports. So uh, I like my squad. It's very interesting squad. That's a fact. But I like my team. I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, no, teams, teams not a, uh, teams not the worst. His okay, Bugs' short game is absolutely terrible it just took him like 20 shots to get in from the bunker so <laughs> <laughs> so you know what i like my foursome tiger woods chubbs peterson and bugs bunny that's a
1: great squad you got, <laughs> you, got you got a lot of character there with your team all funny yeah uh, you got a lot of character with that uh, yeah i respect your squad for sure a right. lot of diversity too yeah That might be the word I was looking for, (laughs) but no, yeah, that's a good that's a good squad. All right, let's get into some hockey news here. Uh, We're going to start with the Canucks. They go, uh, including tonight's loss. We're recording Tuesday to St. Louis. They go three and two on the week. The four three loss to Vegas, seven two win over the Sharks, three one win over the Stars, and a four two win over the Hawks. They lost six five to St. Louis in overtime, but. Uh just going through the things here, JT Miller had a had himself a really good week. There's still rumors that he uh the Canucks still might want to trade him in the offseason. Uh this team has yet to give us answers on what direction they're going. I couldn't be more confused on what the fuck we're doing. Um Hayden, what are your thoughts on the uh rumors that we still might be moving JT
0: Miller? It's it's a never ending book. Yeah, it's like the Aaron Rodgers
1: equivalent almost,
0: except yeah, like, what, Miller isn't. What the fuck's happening? Yeah, nothing's happening. Obviously, we're not going to get a name until summertime. Yeah. So, like McNaughty, too uh, hottie always says, nothing's going to happen until you the know, owners change. Yeah. No, that's and a fact. We're never going to get uh, a firm answer. So, Yeah, fuck me, I guess, right? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Um,
1: DiGiuseppe scores. Uh, He also scored in the win over Chicago and San Jose. Uh, three goals in his last four games, not including tonight. Um, that's like, I know, like we're not like a winning team, but like if you want to succeed in the NHL and like have a good winning culture and stuff, you need those players on cheap deals who are able to put. The puck in the net on a decent like in spurts, kind of like what D Giuseppe's doing. Like he's he's coming into his own over the last few seasons, and it's really good to see him like kind of climb through the A and like take advantage of his uh of his minutes that he's getting in the NHL. So good to see him uh put home a few points. Absolutely. Um Kuzmenko with two goals tonight that
2: puts him at 37. Huge. What the fuck?
1: Free agent signing, guys. Just he's caught fire with the Canucks, and um, it looks like that five and a half million dollars that we signed him to isn't too shabby. Um, not at all. Yeah, no. Uh, Kuzmenko, and have you seen his lineup reads before the games? The no, I haven't. Oh, dude, you got to go on Twitter right now and just search up Kuzmenko lineup read. Okay. When you're when you talk about bringing the energy holy shit folks is this guy ever ready to play each and every game it is hilarious it's, it's his broken English and his pronunciation of the names that's just absolutely electric and when you ha- have it up head um, put it on full volume and play it into the microphone <laughs>
0: That was just words. It sounded like he said twenty-five, but thirty-five temco. It it, all, it also
1: sounds like he said Stamkos. Like yeah, it does sound like he yeah. said... I'm like,
0: there's no Stamkos. 25 <laughs> Stamkos! It's like, is he on the... Does he know our names? <laughs> I mean, I know we're kind of the same colors of Tampa, yeah. but come on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but Kuzmeco is he brings... He's always, like, bringing that attitude every game, and I think that's really good for morale around the room. But, yeah, Kuzmenko, 37. He's just having a really good year. Um... Pedersen, two goals, 93 points on the year. I believe he had a couple of points tonight as well. That's 95, like, around there. It's so good to see him break out this year finally and, like, have his big year. Um, a lot of people are saying, like, NHL stop posting Pedersen so that he can stay underrated. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's really good to see Pedersen have his breakout year.
0: No, absolutely. it's uh, It's a sight to see. Obviously, like we said before, him and Kuz just fucking on the same line together. Like that's the core right there. And then put Quinner in the back. Boom.
1: Yeah. It's becoming a cheat code almost to have those guys on. And
0: like Absolutely. you said,
1: Quinn Hughes as well. Like he's having a career year as well. Um he has 70 assists, mm-hmm. which is insane. Absolutely. Um, he has like 80 points, I believe. Uh, at least close to that. Like he's having a really, really fucking good year, um, and his defense is also stepping up as well. Like he's becoming a lot more, uh, better defensively. So, like Patterson, Hughes, Kuzmenko, like seeing them take that step and jump and like having successes here, it's good to see out of the young guys. Absolutely, he's uh,
0: he's just like such a ma- uh a mismatch nightmare. For offensive players in the offensive zone. Yeah. Because they don't know how to play defense and he knows how to play offense. And it's absolutely just amazing. Every time he goes to the left, does a nice little spin, puts him in the fucking blender. And then he has the whole ice to work with. Yeah. His skating and, is next level, dude. Absolutely. He turns on a dime and he's so elusive because of his height. And it's just, it's unstoppable, and he's such a facilitator on the power play it's It's amazing to see,
1: yeah his uh he's not like like he can turn on the jets when he wants to skate like fast, but it's not even his speed that like dominates people, it's his agility and the way he can just his edge work is unbelievable, and like his skating is just so pretty to watch
0: oh it's
1: it's magnificent, so pretty to watch, so uh very happy. Um to see the the young guys take that next step. Um news uh regards to um the Canucks organization. Uh color commentator John Garrett um announces he will be retiring at the end of the season from doing the regional broadcast. Um, as much as he is a homer, I feel like a lot of color commentators are in the league. But the way John Garrett has put Vancouver on his back along with Shorty, um, it's going to be really weird to see John Garrett not do the Canucks games anymore or as much if he does them at all. But um, the color commentator since 2002 has been doing this for 21 years. Guy's an absolute beast. And it's going to be really, uh, really sad to see him uh, call his last game for Vancouver. Uh, Coming up in just a few weeks.
0: Yeah. I'll admit. I'm not the biggest John Garrett fan. So hearing this news. It doesn't really do anything for me. I don't like the super Homer color commentators. And I feel like that's. That's not really a hot take. So to say. But I mean. It's like at least give the other people some flowers. You know. And don't just shit on the other team the whole time. Like. It'll be a great play. And they would be like, oh, yeah, you know, the whatever, whatever should have had him. And, you know, it really wasn't that good of a shot. And it's like, okay, like I'm not even specifically calling out Garrett here. I'm calling out like every color commentator, which you're obviously going to see all the time. So. It is sad, obviously, now there's going to be a new face uh, in there with Shorty. And I do feel bad that they're not going out on the same time. And there is rumor that <laughs> the Acolinis are apparently behind him leaving. Uh, so I'd like to hear more on that because if that's the case, then it just gives me another reason to hate the Acolinis. but for the most for the most part, it's, yeah, it will be sad. I know a lot of people like John Garrett, him and Shorthouse have an amazing connection uh they just bounce off one another but i mean it was going to happen you know it's inevitable yeah and now it just kind of puts into a perspective like oh my god like is Shorthouse gonna do this until he like passes you know like Everyone's gonna want to see that, but he's probably gonna want to be like, "Yeah, you know what? I probably want to live the rest twenty years of my life." Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's sad, but to to brighter and better days for John Garrett, uh, Canucks legend. Yeah, uh, on and off the ice,
1: one hundred percent.
0: And uh, like
1: without without Garrett, there's no John and John. And I just think like their chemistry was top-notch and I think like as a as a pair I think they were severely underrated amongst the league in terms of commentating a game and I I severely think that they were top three in the league Um, if not even regarded as the best in the league I think they really brought it every single game and it's gonna suck to not see John Garrett beside John Shorthouse when they're calling the game but. Yeah, like you said, all best, all the best to uh, to Garrett um, going forward, and um, wish him the happiest of times in retirement. Um, but yeah, shout out Garrett, and um, he's an absolute beauty. He's a beauty. Um, all right, other news amongst uh, the NHL. Uh, I think this might have happened before last episode, but I forgot to write it down. Uh, Colorado Avalanche coach Jared Bednar signs a three-year extension through 2026-2027, a uh, record of 281-191-52 since taking over for Patrick Watt in 2016. And that first season was an absolute tire fire because he came in during training camp. And I think they won, like, 20 games that year. Like, it was fucking brutal. Um, But ever since then, he's been... Taking this team to new heights, and he's been a really good coach. And yes, it's not hard coaching McKinnon, Ranton, and Macar, but it's also like when you don't have them and they're still doing good, that says a lot about what Bednar is. So, um, I think this is a really, really smart decision by Sakic and the Avalanche, and I think it was genuinely a no brainer. And if they went
0: any other route, then they're fucking idiots. Absolutely. It was, uh, it wasn't surprising that they extended him. I thought it almost honestly would have been longer because their window is always going to be open with McKinnon. Even like Landeskog for how old he is and Like you got all those. And then even having just sustainable play with uh, Gorgiev and net, then like their window is open for as long as Gorgiev is around.
1: Yeah, like with like with McCarr, <laughs> McKinnon and Ranton, it's gonna be like Pittsburgh and Washington, where it's like as long as these guys are still on a the team, they're gonna do anything yeah. they can to keep the window open. And I think when healthy, Colorado is always going to be in the top three in terms of power rankings going into playoffs, or they're just they're one of if not the toughest team to beat when healthy. And oh, I absolutely. think that really helps um, with Bednar's coaching and just like the way he manages the lines and does matchups and everything like that. Yep. And I think he plays a big part in that team and people really look to like, oh, fucking like anyone can coach that team. Maybe, but like I honestly don't think that anyone can just coach a team like people give John Cooper's flowers and Tampa Bay's been a wagon from for who knows how long, but yeah, I think Bednar has been a staple of that team's success, and I think is a no fucking brainer extending him. And I really oh, happy yeah. for
0: both sides. Oh, absolutely. Now that we're talking about it and thinking about like the the trio stack, who? Why am I forgetting the Washington's uh Washington's staple defender, seventy two, Carlson. John Car- No, not Carl. Was it Carlson? John Carlson's seventy-four. No, it was seventy. I th- almost for sure it was seventy-two because y- you'd always see Ovechkin, Backstrom. God damn it! I have to look it up. Well, there's Mike Green, who is fifty-two. No, let me let me see. You keep you keep talking here.
1: No, I feel like an idiot. Who are you talking about? Kuznetsov, uh, ninety-two. No. Who was 72?
0: Fuck. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it is John Carlson. God damn it. Oh, and it's only going to give me for this year. Now I have to look for all years. Oh, this is going to piss me off. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Top five defensemen in Washington history.
1: Yeah, try that. Maybe you'll get your answer.
0: Yeah, probably, because I always remember him being like, okay, th- this just did nothing for me.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe this isn't now. I genuinely think you're thinking of either Mike Green, who is 52, or John Carlson, who is 74.
0: No, I could, but I, I don't think so. I know it wasn't for sure. I know for sure it wasn't Sergei Gonchar. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let's just pretend like this this whole conversation never happened. Can we do that? Uh, no, <laughs> we're keeping it in. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. We're keeping it in for sure. Uh,
1: Connor McDavid hit 60 goals with two goals versus uh, Arizona. 22nd NHL player in history to do so. Hayden. With seven games remaining, I believe, after this uh, game versus Vegas, do you think he can hit 70? God, I hope so. That'd be fucking sick. Would that not be the craziest fucking thing ever? And how much, how many points is he at right now? Like 142 or something? 140, yeah, uh, 142. 60 goals, like that. 82 assists, like you said before yep. we started recording. Like 142 points. That is bonkers. Like Absolutely. He, he will hit 150
0: points surely. Sure. Uh I'd have to imagine so he's playing like two game per pace or two 2 point uh per game pace so you'd have to imagine he he does hit it. <laughs> like and you got to think like there's
1: going to be a game where he gets like 5 points because of how cracked he is. Uh, Absolutely. Oilers schedule let's see what their upcoming games and uh, let's see if they play the Kings Kings, Ducks Kings, Ducks, Sharks oh my he is fucking hitting 150 are you kidding
0: me he plays two of the worst teams in the league twice yeah, but you know what? He actually hasn't been the best with worst teams. Like playing Arizona last night, he only got an assist. Okay, well, then he plays Colorado and LA twice, and those two
1: those are two good teams. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty ass. Surely he's, yeah, he is. I would love to see him hit 70 and 150. I think that would be absolutely unbelievable. Um has he scored. Has he scored tonight? No, he hasn't. And I don't even
0: I don't even think he he has two. I don't even think he has a hat trick this year. That's the craziest part. I don't think McDavid has a hat trick
2: this year. No, I think he has one. I don't think so. Also, I think the person I was thinking of was Tom Potty.
1: Well, that's definitely not part of the trio that
0: No, it wasn't. So you know what? It probably was John Carlson. It had to be John Carlson. (laughs) Had to be. be. But yeah. It was either it was either Carlson
1: or Green. Yeah, and Green's fifth was 52 and Carlson's 74. So that like is just mixing them mixing them both up there. Yeah. So (laughs) um a week later, um, Dreisidal scores his three hundredth career goal on uh just yesterday against Arizona. Um Shadow Dreisidal. Um, he has been one of the more prolific goal scorers over the past few years. So um good for him to hit three hundred. Uh have you seen his passing highlights on like
0: Instagram, TikTok, or whatever? Dry sidle? Yeah. Uh are you kidding me? I watched like pretty much all their games
1: dude <laughs> his passing I knew how good he was, but see this fucking guy's vision is fucked
0: yeah no he can he can almost visualize where he wants to put the puck on like his teammate's stick and it'll happen and, uh, it, yeah anything he wants to happen he'll he'll do it yeah he'll make it happen. Uh, He has two hat tricks this year. Uh, One against Vancouver, as of course is tradition. Wasn't that the opening? That was open. That was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was. (laughs) Maybe that's why I remember him having one, because it was against us. Yeah, so
0: vividly it was against us. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And then literally like uh, six games later, he has one against Chicago. Yeah. So we got him early on yeah he did, but he he's been kind of slowing down lately, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he only has like a hundred and forty points for me, only like eleven hundred points fantasy wise dude's been kind of he's been kind of ass lately, yeah no
1: he's <laughs> been he's only gotten five points in the last seven games. what the fuck,
0: yeah, man, like your top one pick like why don't you why don't you have ten points in five games okay? yeah seriously, <laughs> do you think it'll be
1: a standard thing in fantasy to go to? To split McDavid's goals and assists up. What do you mean? Like with the first overall pick, I'm drafting McDavid oh, and his assists.
0: Fuck that. No. If you get first overall pick, you know where you're going right away. And even me this year, I'm not the I'm I don't have the best team. And obviously that just requires, you know, drafting the right people at the right places. But yeah. I mean if you can get depth, I feel like depth is a lot better than getting the uh, top pick because you don't always see the person with number one overall always winning. Luckily, McDavid hasn't had any injuries, but I mean, you, you, look win, at it, you win the drafts
1: sixth round onwards. That's where you win your drafts.
0: A hundred percent. You You win the rounds when you're Duncan and you draft fucking Zach Hyman. And he has an amazing year or you take Ryan Nugent Hopkins in the second round and he's a hundred point player this year, almost like, yeah, just because you have the best player or the second best or the third best player, chances are you're not going to be able to sustain, you know, all that, because if they get injured, you're fucked. Yeah, because your for sure. turnaround is so long. And in that period or that stretch, so many great players go. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have two players who score 90 points than one or two players that score uh, like 70. Oh, Darnell Nurse just somehow fucking scored. And like each. Yeah. Or like one completely outweighs the other, like 110 to 20. And it's like, well, fuck me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of John Carlson and figuring that whole debacle out, uh, he returned uh, versus the Chicago Blackhawks just a few games ago from a skull fracture and laceration of a temporary artery. Or a temporal artery. Uh, Yeah, big ouchie on that one. Uh, Requires more than just a Band-Aid and a kiss on it to heal that bad boy up. But he returns in fashion with a goal and an assist. Uh, then recorded an assist a game later. So good to see John Carlson back in the lineup for Washington. Uh, skull fracture. Uh, definitely not a stub toe or a pulled hammy. Um, yeah, it doesn't, you can't imagine that feels good. Uh, <laughs> uh, David Pasternak, uh, setting career highs along with Boston Bruins' unbelievable season, uh, scores 50 and 51. Uh, he has a career high in goals and points. Uh, he has 97 points in counting. He also has scored tonight. Um, so that is another one. He He's at 52, I suppose, uh, and like 98 points. So David Pasternak is just... he's He got paid this year, right? Yeah, he signed an extension. Uh, I believe he's going to be making $11.5 million uh, over the next eight years. Um, is that good? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, a $11 million
0: dollars in eight years?
1: <laughs> That's, That's it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a steal.
1: I <laughs> was like when uh TSN sent out a notification like, Travis Kelsey signs a $52 extension with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like, I'm assuming you mean $52 million, but $52, man, that guy got paid. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. That's like fucking, what, 10 McDonald's meals?
2: Woo! Let's
1: go. Maybe nine. Their
0: prices have gone up a little bit yeah that's true. he he
1: got it on the good value meal, yeah right? yeah hundred percent yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no shadow pasta. uh, sticking with the Bruins, uh Greer, I forget his first name. Power forward on the Bruins suspended one game for cross checking Mike Hoffman in the face. Uh,
0: what are your thoughts on that play? um if you happen to watch it um yeah it it was going around surfacing uh the media. Obviously, it's like you don't see someone get cross-checked in the face every day. Um, I didn't watch the whole build-up to it, but all I can say is getting hit in the face sucks. Now, getting hit in the face with a hockey stick probably sucks even more. <laughs> and
1: an intentional
0: cross-check. Very intentional cross-check. So like, just imagine that like, right on your upper lip. Yeah, it's busting open. Of it, course it is. It was
1: like the lower lip right here.
0: I'm just saying the upper lip in general. Like oh, if yeah. someone did that, your lips probably dangling off. Oh, yeah. So like anywhere on the face. Yeah, that's an ouch. <laughs> yeah, I it was. Yeah, it
1: did not look like it tickled. Um, I think one game was questionable. I think it could have been two. More yeah, Very that,
0: easily could have been two.
1: It, yeah, it could have been more than one game for sure. But it, that was a vicious cross check. I don't think it was needed at all uh just so brutal the force of a cross check to your fucking mouth he was spitting out chiclets for sure um he went to the he went to social media expressing expressing his disappointment to player safety and all that uh-huh. and he says i accidentally cross check someone in the head and i get 2 games this guy intentionally cross checks me in the mouth and gets one yeah uh, very disappointed in the ruling I think two games was fair for him, but I
0: think one game wasn't quite enough. That was, was a pretty fucked up play that he did. I don't think it's yeah, necessary. absolutely an, an intentional like intentional beatdown almost. And it's like, how do you only get one game? Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> I just, don't know.
1: Yeah, so out of pocket. Um, Columbus Blue Jackets. Kent Johnson scores another not another Michigan goal. It's another Michigan goal as a. Total tally throughout the NHL, but he scores a beautiful Michigan goal uh, dangling and then going behind the net and scoring a Michigan. It's almost like what our goal is supposed to do nowadays.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was absolutely insane because it's not like he even went around the whole net. He just put his stick up yeah, and got it like basically from the back. So it's like as a goalie going post to post. And then either if you're going blocker or glove side, Generally, they probably go blocker side because you can't catch it. Uh yeah, I can only imagine how fucking difficult that must be.
1: It's insane, dude. <laughs> these fucking what are they feeding these kids nowadays? It's like it's the unconventional
0: off. ways that goalies never prepare for. Yeah. That players only do on their like young goalies coming up from the A or like the dub, right? And it's like what what are we doing?
1: yeah there's this uh tiktok account and he's a goalie coach and he just he always stitches these insane highlight reels from whether it's like instagram accounts who um like do insane dangles or they he stitches the michigan goals and stuff like that and he's like what the fuck am i supposed to teach these kids
0: (laughs) yeah because if if, if you go out of position yeah if you go out of position and he fakes you, well, then it's just another goal. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, like, the unconventional way of scoring an unconventional goal. It's just... Fuck off, man.
1: Yeah, like, these guys are doing backflips and moonwalks and Michigan lacrosse goals to score, and it's, like, it used to just be, like, post-to-post butterfly, and, like, hopefully it hits you in the chest. And now it's, like, you have to... Like, now you have to be mirroring them in order to make a save and it just seems impossible for goalies nowadays. It's very
0: tough. Could you imagine like when the next goalie plays and tries to do something unconventional and he literally turns around in net and like you said mirrors him but literally faces him and it's like what are you gonna do now bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Secrets <laughs>
1: <laughs> no kidding. Um how does Calgary finish the season? Terribly. And, and how does Pittsburgh finish it I'll start with Calgary. We start with Calgary. They're probably one of the more underwhelming. Underwhelming. Teams see. Like, Jinx. You owe me a soda. Damn it. <laughs> Am I not allowed to speak until I get you a soda? Is that, uh, is that the rules? Yeah. Uber eats me one and we'll be fine. Yeah, okay. Uh <laughs> I'll skip the dishes. Uh a soda. three dollar drink for twenty dollars. Yeah, you know, I did that for Georgia one time. She was like, she got her tonsils removed, right? And I was wow. out, I was out playing slow pitch. And she was like, I really want a milkshake. So I was like, do you know what? I'll do something nice for you. Stay there. I'll skip the dishes. You a strawberry milkshake. She's like, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I don't have to do that. And I was like, I'm a nice guy. I'm a legend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I tracked this skip the dishes order from like the McDonald's um, by our house, by a Costco. Yeah. Buddy's coming from Langley to pick up a milkshake.
0: <laughs> oh, my fucking <laughs> and God. And I'm man. like...
1: I'm like, did this guy accept this?
0: Why would dude? Why would you ever accept that order? It's like a three dollar order, and you're coming all the way from yeah. Langley.
1: Yeah, and I was like, brother, I was, I told her, I was like, yeah, it might be like a forty five minute delivery. He's coming from Langley. She's like, <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, I don't know when you're gonna get this, <laughs> to be honest. So just hang tight. I'm, is it'll be there within
0: the Langley might be a the Langley might uh. The, f- the landy, the milkshake might be a fucking like actual drink at that point. Yeah. But yeah, it's coming to you, babe. Don't worry.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah. It was funny, so yeah, if Jesus. I uh, skip the dishes, you want someone might come from Richmond to drop it off to your house. So <laughs> 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 oh my it'll God. be there in t minus five hours.
0: Um, traffic,
1: uh, yeah. rush hour. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, Calgary just. Huberto hasn't been playing up to their standards. kadri has been playing well, but Markstrom's been very inconsistent. Weger has... Yes! Like, he, he'll have a shutout versus, like, a very solid team like Dallas or something. And then he'll let in five against San Jose. And it's like,
0: dude. I think he's let in a goal on his first shot, like, six games this year. That's insane, his dude. His first shot. Like, some of them, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Passing, play, you're fucked, two on one, whatever. But I've seen some of the goals. I've had Markstrom on my team this year, and he's let in some fucking brutal goals. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's not good at all. And you're getting paid a fucking bag and a dime to stop these shots going five-hole. The only one that I ever expect to score five hole is from McDaddy because he literally looks top cheese and he's like, hey, how are you? Passes it right through your legs.
1: Yeah, McDavid's release (laughs) is also very like underrated that like he's quick. He gets the puck off quick enough to go five hole. And there are a lot of players like that. But when you have power forward Ryan Reeves type players putting in muffins past you, dude, figure it out.
0: Yeah, this absolutely. team is
1: relying on you to make a save and you're just not coming up when you need to. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's fucking stupid. And I think they've lost now what is it like 31 goal games.
2: Yeah, it's like and So
0: you tell me exactly where your problems are and your issues. Yeah, it might be your whole team can't finish.
1: Uh yeah, like I just think Calgary has a lot of if it wasn't for like the weak Pacific and weak west overall, then I think they're not even obviously they're not even sniffing playoffs, and I think they sell big time, but ugh, they have so much talent on that team and Linholm, Kadri, Hubert. Like they have so many pieces that just aren't driving right now. So much depth. And it's just like fuck. And like they need they can't buy a save right now. And it's so tough for Cow to get anything going. Like Rasmus Anderson's having a really good year, like we said. Condi ha-
0: is turning it up lately.
1: Yeah, but like even he's been disappointing ever since that Barry. thirty-five goal season. Like just almost every single part of Calgary has been brutal, and just they had a lot of people had him winning the division this year and last year, and it's just been.
0: And I mean, you can see why. Yeah, hundred percent. Players at every level. It's just no one's performing. Yeah. It's. I I think the first ever lose-lose trade is what we talked about, but not even lately because uh, Kachuk has been, I mean, amazing. Like, like... the only (laughs) loss that
1: Florida takes on that is that their team is underperforming, but Kachuk, if it isn't for fucking McDiesel performing the way he's performing, I think Kachuk is neck and neck to win the heart this year. This guy has been putting Florida on his fucking back and oh, yeah. Carrying that team. So, yep. like,
0: him as a whole
1: and seeing the way Kachuk's playing, and he's playing way above his value right now and what he was paid. He was paid like nine and a half or something, in the, like the signing trade. He's playing mm-hmm. like a $12 million player right now with the way he's how valuable he is to Florida. And like, Barkoff, he's had a very up and down season with injuries and just production as a whole. I think yep. Verhage's goal per dollar or something um, is, like, third. He's, like, I think, like, $300,000 um, dollars a goal or something like that. It's, like, maybe, yeah. no, it's, I can't remember what the stat or whatever, but like, nonetheless, like, Verhage's playing, like, an absolute fucking beauty right now. And Matthew Kachuk's just helping that team and like they're just like within the wild card race and with Pittsburgh's fat loss, like I'm sure it helps Florida's case. But mm-hmm. um no yeah like the only loss I think from Florida's standpoint is that like their drop off has been insane and they don't have that, they don't have that depth that they had with Hubert O and Uyghur. Mm-hmm. But I mean in terms of the trade itself Right now, it just looks like Florida is walking away happy. With yeah, that. I agree. Um, another team that needs to figure its shit out is Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yo, their goaltending has been next yes, level bad again. <laughs> next level yes. bad.
0: Yes, it has. Like to say that you've been worse than Jacob Markstrom this year, I think, is understatement of the century. Tia. Ty- Jari and to Smith have both had easily the worst. Okay, no, I was going to say that Montreal's goalies are are pretty pretty terrible. But for a team with expectation, their duo has been horrific. Yeah, it's been bad. They can't buy any <laughs> consistency. It's terrible. It's like damn, we put up four goals and we lost. <laughs> Malcolm Letang and Crosby are all playing like very decent. Very solid. But the fact that they're goaltending, I don't know, man. Like some of this some of these teams who should trade for goalies, who you know what? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Jari's been good. And he's it's like he's falling off a cliff. But and it's has been like,
1: so inconsistent this year. It's dumb. Yeah,
0: it's it, this year has just been easily his most inconsistent year that I've ever known. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of crazy how Pittsburgh had Marc-Andre Fleury and Matt Murray. And Matt Murray. And, you know, respectively, they're both putting up wins. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Pittsburgh's just nowhere to be found. Left in the dust.
1: Like, Tristan Jari, I think, over a four-game stretch, he had a five-goals-against-average 880 save percentage and got pulled in... Three games? No, I think it was four out of his last seven starts. Yeesh! And it was like... Oh, my gosh. And then, unfortunately, he gets hurt again. Dude can't stay off the IR, like I said. Yeah. One things that we feel never end is Jari's
0: IR status. Tricidal. Sorry, Tricidal. We're talking about his passing. Holy fuck. <laughs> nice assist. Oh, my God. <laughs> to Kane. So, I mean, like, it doesn't really help you because you're versing Donald. Oh, Yeah. He has a Vander Kane, but that was a dry subtle, skates up the ice, passes, gets a pass back somehow between two sticks. Right? To, oh my god, sorry, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about, but um, it was talking about just Pittsburgh inconsistencies at goalie because yeah. of Tyson, uh, fucking Jart Tristan Jari being on yeah. the IR, and then like. De Smith, Casey DeSmith hasn't been
1: anything special either, in a sixth spot tonight against Detroit. And it's just if if Pittsburgh wants to keep this playoff streak alive and make the playoffs again this year, they're gonna need to figure it out in net. And like they're right now an easy first-round exit if they make the fucking playoffs this year with the way their goaltending is, and they're gonna have to play one of Carolina, New York, or Boston. Like no shot in hell they even fucking win one, win two games in the playoffs with the way no. their goaltending's been lately. It's, it's insane. No, not at all. Um, yeah. All right. Enough about absolutely slamming on Pittsburgh. But I do <laughs> hope they make the playoffs because I, 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 I want to see Crosby, Malkin, and Tang make one last run at it. Um, the Leafs, Rangers both clinched playoff spots after Florida and Buffalo lost. Um. yeah the thing I was like kind of fucking expected whatever now they're just kind of playing for seating and where they're going to rank sit in the playoffs kind of thing home ice whatever Uh, Matthew Boldy holy fuck is this guy is hog ever bigger than ever right now literally uh, second hat trick in five games he has nine goals in his last five dude has a rope on wagon there's
0: <laughs> a rope and a wagon yeah yeah, his rope is
1: carrying his wagon right now. It's
0: oh, absolutely. Uh, Minnesota could not be more like happy with the performance of yeah. Boldy. Minnesota
1: <laughs> sleeper Minnesota! pick. Minnesota sleeper
0: pick in the West. In the West, uh, it just depends if Flurry can, you know. Be vintage Flurry, you know. I mean, but
1: even so, like Gustafson is keeping holding his end of the bargain up right now. He is like, yeah, he has yeah, the, sa- the best save. He has the best save percentage in the league, uh, minimum twenty five starts or something like that. Like he's, which is kind of crazy to it, think about. It is. I mean, like fucking shout out to him though. Like it's either goals against average or save percentage, or even fucking both. Like he ranks in top of the league in one of those, and Mark Andre Flurry is turning the clock back as of late. Yeah. Um, Kaprazov should hopefully be recovered by the time playoff starts. I I'm, I'm pretty sure he was out for three to four weeks with a lower body injury. So, like now that's been a week or so, like I think he should be back by the time playoff starts. And mm-hmm. Minnesota's just kind of fucked right now. And like Ryan Hartman's playing good now. Zuccarello's always been solid. Matthew Boldy is like we just said, he just keeps putting the puck in the back of the net. Like they're just playing great hockey at the right time. Yeah, they are. And in such a wide open West, why can't they win the West?
0: Yeah, no, especially since like there's no strong team that just outperforms every other team. Like I used to think or not used to, but like a couple games ago, it was just, okay, who's going to beat Vegas? Yeah, But then now watching tonight's game, Vegas is so vulnerable against an offensive-powered team. So it's just like there's no read on exactly what the West is and what it defines. So you have to probably go with uh, Nick David, another assist. You got to go with the team that is the hottest goalie, I feel like, in the West. Yeah. And... That right now is clearly Minnesota. Like they have a pair where they can start a different goalie each game and it'll look like nothing has changed.
1: Yeah. like Either one, you're confident.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you get Ka- uh, Karis- uh Kirill Kaprizov Kaprizov fucking hell, man. Say that 10 times European fast. names, man. Yeah. You get, you get Kaprizov back and it's like why yeah, why can't Minnesota win? Also, just want to say this. We were talking about Edmonton's power play. Three for three tonight. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty decent. Oh my god. Against against fucking Vegas, man.
1: Yeah. No. And didn't...
0: Jonathan Quick has been has been like really decent. And then this game, he's letting it get a six piece.
1: Yeah. It's uh oh. Who scored off the McDavid assist? Hyman, Hyman naturally.
0: Uh, Again, like just you put Hyman on the power play, and he's like, like you'd rather have Bouchard almost on the power play than Hyman, but it's like Hyman's been no slouch this year. Yeah, I just man, playoffs are gonna be fucking awesome this year. Oh, I know, I know because (laughs) of I
1: because like the West doesn't have any wagon like the East does, maybe Colorado or Edmonton are up there. But even Edmonton, there's some severe vulnerabilities in net. In net, yeah. But, like, Colorado, I feel like, is the clear-cut. Like, this team is above everyone else. But they've had questionable health, like, health issues. And if they can be healthy, then I think everyone's pick is Colorado to come out of the West. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I feel like teams like... Dallas, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Vegas. Like, I think it goes Colorado, then Edmonton right below, and then every other team in the West playoffs are pretty similar, which is going to make the playoffs so exciting to watch because every series is going to be a pick
0: The three seed versus, like, the six seed is going to be, I generally don't know who will win. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, unless you can consider uh, Vegas, Colorado, Edmonton, like, yeah, top three. So four versus anyone else, you're just generally going to be not even surprised. You're like, yeah. yeah, even, even 10 could beat four.
1: Yeah. It's, it's going to be really <laughs> exciting to see even down to the wire, like the wild card race is going to be really exciting to see like what teams kind of, um, uh, filter and like kind of revolve throughout rotate through that uh those wild card spots i really hope winnipeg makes the playoffs so i can maybe catch a game while i'm in manitoba absolutely like the drive down on a weekend and maybe catch a game at mts center um continuing on last uh note i have here montreal's Pazetta it's the tiger williams selly after uh shootout win um
0: what an electric celebration.
1: just such an electric celebration I mean like gets on a stick rides a stick points out what a fucking win oh god such a such a good sell. good a good shout out there for sure um just got I just wanted to point that out but um but yeah, uh, milkman, why don't you take us away with some uh n f l news you know
0: I generally like that nickname. Milk Everyone's got to have, like, a an online personality name. Oh, for sure. And I was thinking about it. If I'm Milkman, then I feel like you got to be, like, Big Wheat or something. Big Wheat? Yeah, Big Wheat.
1: No, because that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you're Milkman for a reason. Yeah. Big Wheat is, like, nothing... It's no. the complete
0: opposite of you. I know.
1: <laughs> no, but you are addicted to milk and you poured milk on yourself in a Cuban resort. That's okay, okay. why so we then, gave you the nickname Milkman.
0: Okay, so then if I'm if I'm Milkman and you're not Big Wheat, even though I feel like that's a fire fire nickname. It doesn't really roll just, off the
1: tongue like Milkman does though.
0: Yeah, but like okay. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like every every person who's kind of labeled as like like big is not actually big. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And calling you short stack or something like that is just completely fucked up. So <laughs> That's stack. why that's why I was like, oh, like we always bug you about your gluten allergy. Uh no you're not the tallest person but you have a big personality big wheat <laughs> All right <laughs> Big cheese is also on the table but <laughs> big cheese
1: <laughs> I like big cheese big it's a good cheese one. Also um I posted a clip of you picking fucking plain lays and a Dude, milk chocolate I... bar which is absolutely crazy To go on a desert island. Um, I don't know why so many people have a problem with it. (laughs) Someone commented on our TikTok saying, who listens to this?
0: (laughs) Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Who listens to this? What? What should I reply with? Uh, Fuck, man. No, I want to. Fuck, I want to roast the fucking. Wait, wait. Who was it?
1: El Generico.
0: Ah, oh, damn, I felt like, oh. Should I say your mom? <laughs> your mom and I are, are watching this right now as we speak. <laughs> God
1: damn it. I'll just say Y-A-M-U-M. Your mom. Your mom. <laughs> Replied.
0: Dude, this guy's fucking picture, too. Why Again. is it Michael Sarah? <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Michael Sarah with a pedo stash, brother. <laughs> all right. Oh my god,
0: kick us off with some uh, NFL news. We'll do. Yeah, this is great podcasting. It's, we just have to roast this guy. Fuck this guy. Uh, all right. Not like a lot of NFL news, but um, some pretty big news. Um, the. F- The biggest news, uh, Lamar Jackson has officially asked for a trade or to be traded.
1: Well, he requested that a A while ago, a few weeks ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was requested, but nothing was ever done. Now he's spoken out on social media saying he basically does not want to be in Baltimore anymore, which I don't blame him. Uh, Do I think they should give him a fully guaranteed contract? No, I think that's stupid. but. You can't tell me that he's not worth at least a sniff at an almost fully guaranteed contract and two firsts because as much as I love Derek Carr, I would so much rather New Orleans have bitten the bullet and gone after someone like Lamar. Yeah. Because not only is he younger, But then you show you have sustainability at the quarterback position and maybe try and like take away the runningness of his game and more or less define his all around game because he's leveled up his passing stats and his passing game in general. So he
1: did that and he's doing it with fucking no one. No one. Exactly. Except Andrews, but like everyone knows Andrews. But like if you're like Baltimore's treated him like shit. Like get some playmakers around him. Don't sign a fucking old ass Des Bryant to be his the big savior at wide receiver for him. Like that obviously was very short-lived.
0: Yep. did was
1: it the Saints Des Bryant signed and then Torres Achilles the same Torres his
0: ACL, his first practice. And that that, with the Saints. Yeah. That was
1: with the Saints, right? Did he he played a few games with Baltimore, right?
0: Oh, yeah, he did. And he caught a couple uh, touchdowns. But I mean, like, he wasn't Des Bryant. No, it's not the Des the Bryant
1: Cowboys. we know. Like, no. you can't be bringing in these wash receivers. Like, give him fucking OBJ. Like, literally. He, OBJ has shown, like, in LA, like he came back from an injury and he's, he balled out. And obviously, he's recovering from another torn ACL. Yeah, it sucks. But, like, He's still going to be able to make plays. But like Baltimore's Willie Sneed, that's your receiver one. Like, fuck, man. Get him some playmakers. Or
0: the biggest name on the (sighs) wide receiver block right now, nice, is DeAndre Hopkins. Like, go out and try and trade for him. Like, You know that Arizona is probably going to take a second round pick for him. And that's not even overpaying for DeAndre Hopkins. No. I would I would so give up a second round pick just to give my star quarterback an actual viable weapon. Yes. And now it looks like it's not going to happen. And now it looks like fucking Baltimore is going to have to turn to Tyler Huntley, who, yeah, maybe with a full offseason as a starting quarterback might turn into something good. But he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not reliable I can't
1: go into a big game and having Tyler Huntley as my starting quarterback confident I'm sorry he's good and he's good in week 12 against the Texans
0: he'll when Lamar Jackson has to just shit
1: yeah he'll have like if Lamar Jackson is out with a thumb injury that needs rehab and you throw Tyler Huntley in against the commanders in week 12 he'll ball out but if I'm in the AFC divisional game and I'm playing Cincy. I can't say I'm exactly confident in Tyler Huntley to carry us to a victory. Lamar Jackson, on the other hand, he's a lot more threatening at the position. Absolutely. And I think it's so valuable for your entire franchise, not just your team, but your franchise in terms of Jersey ticket sales, whatever. Yes, maybe not fully guaranteed, but give him something pretty fucking close, like 80% guaranteed to have him stay and then do something to give him weapons to throw to.
0: Yeah. Like I was thinking it's mind-boggling. Five, six years, 250 mil, and then make one year your get-out year. You know, one year where you can just say, this is the year. It doesn't work. We'll finally we'll work away around that. Yeah, You know, give yourself some some area to maneuver, but don't do the Deshaun Watson deal because you're fucking stupid. And you're fine. And you have like you have your answer at quarterback. I know it's and insane. now and now they won't. And the fact that people aren't biting at this. Uh Rich uh what was it? Richard Sherman or RG3, whoever it was that had the worst take possible about why Lamar Jackson isn't getting a contract, uh it almost turned political in a way. And it's like wow, way way to really turn this around race.
2: Yeah.
0: You look at him and he's a mobile quarterback who has been on the injury shelf for the past couple of years and then you just say like oh look at all these white quarterbacks who are potentially getting a contract like Joe Burrow all right let's not talk about Jalen Hurts who's definitely staying in Philly let's not talk about Patrick Mahomes the once highest paid quarterback ever Dak Prescott the list is endless full of experienced well uh or very well black quarterbacks But none of them are as risky as Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, and and it's frustrating. Deshaun Deshaun Watson, he got a fully guaranteed contract,
0: and And he has the biggest tag over his head that says "Don't."
1: Yeah, and like you're comparing Daniel Jones to Lamar Jackson. It's like that's not that card is so out of like it's not even part of the conversation. The only reason why obviously like guaranteed contracts is a funny thing because players you fight for fully guaranteed contracts because that's your right because of how much you put into it. But it's also not smart to give out fully guaranteed contracts from the owner and GM's perspective because Mm -hmm. like players want fully guaranteed because they might get hurt, but owners don't want to give out fully guaranteed because they might get hurt. Exactly. So that's the thing. and. Like, the reason why Lamar Jackson isn't getting signed isn't because of the color of his skin. It's because, he, first of all, he doesn't have an agent, so he has no leverage. Like, nope. the team can be, like, like it's... He, Lamar Jackson doesn't really have the ends of an, what an agent does and doesn't know all the technical business behind it. He might have a rough idea, but no one knows the industry like agents do. So exactly. it's like it's so much harder for him to like get what he wants through himself rather than an agent and the team knows that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's going to be something that doesn't get resolved until the summer. I think Like yeah. I don't think anything happens until July at the earliest. I agree. I agree. It's just like too stu- a stubborn organization a stubborn player and a high price tag to trade for him. So mm-hmm. there's so many factors coming into this that play into it more than just race. And I think it's severely unfair for any analyst to pull that card, whether it's defending or like whatever for Lamar or Baltimore. It's just, it's so unfair to pull that. card. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It's just the easy, low hanging fruit yeah. in this day and age. And it's like, really, man, like, <sighs> Yeah, absolutely baffling. Yeah. Uh but the next piece of news, Dan Snyder uh maybe willing to take a 6 million dollar or 6 billion dollar bid, sorry. Uh which obviously he should, Dan Snyder, piece of shit human being. Yep. Definitely definitely don't know how he's still around considering all of the emails that he sent uh, John Gruden, back in the uh in the heyday, yep. And oh, man, not, oh
1: man, he's not in my top three human beings. I'll tell you that for free.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I really hope that it does come down to him selling the team. Uh, Canadian billion dollar uh billionaire and is and, apparently and, in Anthelopolobus or whatever his name is or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Magic Johnson is in, and honestly, fuck, like. I might even throw a couple hundred bucks, you know, and say, here, change the, change the commanders for me. Because if Warwick Dunn can put in seven million and turn it into 50 million for the Falcons, like, I, I just got to find where to invest my stock and, you know, give Magic or whoever buys the team an extra couple hundred dollars Canadian. I'm sure the Canadian billionaire would appreciate it. Yeah. And boom, now I own like a percentile of a team which could grow from a hundred dollars to like ten thousand dollars in 10 years. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's a super smart investment because the league is always growing, money is always growing, and it'll never die. Football's king in the states, football's king, absolutely. And then more or less stuff to do with the owners, uh, pretty cool. Uh, change the number zero is now able to be worn. Really, that's fucking dope. Yeah, Calvin Ridley has officially changed his number to zero. <laughs> Did uh, the first, yeah, the first player to do so. That's fine uh, Absolutely, I, I think uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's... I think it's I think it's awesome as well. Uh, Why not? I Why not? I see it more or less being like a receiver, corner, uh, special teams number. I
1: definitely see one linebacker coming into the league is going to wear number zero.
0: There we go. Linebacker too.
1: Linebacker is such a single number position, especially in college, that there's going to be at least a few that wear number zero. That is a fact. Now that it's not just like 50 and up for linebackers or whatever, there is going to be a linebacker who wears number zero. I agree.
0: It's just such a like bulk number. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so cool. I don't know. Like, why not? Why not? And then the owners reject rule change to roughing the passer. Uh, you can, you will not be able to challenge that. And uh, that just means refs need to get better at what is and what isn't roughing the passer. And because we've seen some absolutely total misuse of roughing the passer whether yeah. it's a, a graze to the face mask or a no call when this guy gets fucking double deckered uh, from opposite direction and fucking dies on the field
1: yeah and I'm okay with like not being able to review it because pace of play like does impact the game and like in terms of behind the scenes like viewership and everything like that and just morale overall across the Fandom of the NFL, like pace of like if you're reviewing every single play, like it's just going to get so slow. Three hour games are going to turn into five hours. It's like, holy shit. Let's go. Absolutely. I'm okay with or at least keep reviews to 30 seconds. If you can't find something within 30 seconds, inconclusive, you can't don't review it for five minutes, putting it in slow motion and. Following every uh, frame possible frame, angle, it's like I'm okay with it not being reviewed. It's just like you said, the refs need to fucking smarten the fuck up and figure out. And the league, yeah, no, they just need to f- call the games better.
0: Yes, I agree. Or else it's gonna get super fucking annoying. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's uh, all my NFL bit of news right now. Uh, You got something to say? Um,
1: Just like contract negotiations, like you said, like with Joe Burrow and everything like that. Uh, Justin Herbert and the LA Chargers have opened negotiations as well. Um, Nothing's real. They haven't come, they haven't met or like um, they haven't landed on an agreement yet, but like contract negotiations have opened up and LA said that Herbert will be our quarterback For the future. So uh, something to keep a lookout. Maybe by next week we're announcing a Justin Herbert LA Chargers contract extension. But LA would be the next dumbest franchise, even dumber than Baltimore, to not um, get this guy extended. So I fully anticipate that LA will do the smart decision and uh, basically blank check to Herbert and be like, what do you want? Yeah, I hope so. Write down what you want and we'll make it happen. Because I hope so. Because that's just
0: that is what's needed for LA. Yeah. Like if they don't do that, then fuck. Where's he gonna go? I don't know. (laughs) Hundred percent. Yeah. No. After of course the next year.
1: Yeah, Herbert. I I'm excited to see what he does with Kellen Moore. I've done this. Uh, I've talked about this, but I think. LA's offense could be very exciting next year if they can find a replacement for Eckler, but I'm sure we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, negotiations between Herbert and LA have opened up and, uh, I'm assuming a deal will get done this off season.
0: Yes. I, I hope so because he is everything that LA needs. Yeah. He's the truth. Absolutely. But other than that, everything, uh, is caught up with football.
1: All right, let's uh let's get into this uh this end of pod game that you
0: had for uh for the people. What uh, what are we doing today? We are doing a combination of people and figuring out their age. Obviously, you can't look it up, so there's no cheating. Promise, you can't you can't be exact here. If Especially I had take a while. Hey Siri, how old is... No, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my God, my Siri actually turned on.
2: No, oh. <laughs> I
1: didn't think that actually worked. I thought you had to hold down the button. My bit. Yeah, no, uh, I promise I'll keep it civil, but um, I think I saw this like shout out breadbasket on TikTok. Like a lot of
0: people do this. Like, is it just like I need the combined age from all the combined? You yep, yeah. just the combined age of people that you know and uh you know there's obviously three people per round okay so you're just gonna have to take a big guess on it all right all right it's a pretty simple game to follow along and obviously this uh, is just me playing yeah obviously it's just you playing because there is no uh, other person here so naturally with that uh I'm just actually tallying up. I wrote down the ages but didn't put the exact number. So <laughs> oh like the answer to what the <laughs> yeah. So let me just quickly uh write yeah. down these ages here because yeesh, that would have yeah. been like hey I actually don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh you, My, uh... you... Yeah, my
1: answer is 121. Alright, you are... One second, let me actually do the math here. <laughs> <laughs> and you are... I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't have the answer. Let me get back to you for a second.
0: Yeah, no, let me let me do that. Uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, with that, I think we are...
2: Rock
1: and roll.
0: Yeah, we are ready to go. Sweet. Okay. So with the first one, got a pretty nice one for you. It is Dwayne Johnson,
2: okay. Kevin
0: Hart, okay, and Mark Wahlberg. All right. Uh, am I on the clock or, uh, I'll I'll whenever time feels right, I'll start counting down. Okay. So The Rock, Wahlberg, Hart. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Uh, I'll talk through this. I'll talk through this. So I'm thinking, in The Rock, I'm I'm thinking he's in, he's in the, um, mid 50s portion of his life. Uh, I'm gonna say like around, I think, 56, 54, is respectable for The Rock. I think Kevin Hart's a little bit younger. Um, I don't think Kevin Hart has cracked. Fifty um, maybe he has I'm gonna say like say like forty forty eight for Kevin Hart I don't actually I don't know the reasons behind picking these ages by the way, so if I'm way off, I won't be surprised. um <laughs> I do think Mark Wahlberg is the oldest of the three, and I think he's actually like getting close. what did I say for the rock fifty four 50 I think 54 will be your final one yeah so I'm I'm going to go and say Wahlberg's like 57 50 so I'm going to go I'm going to say 50, I'm going to say 100 and wait 140 I'm going
0: to say 155 Damn, you shot over on everyone's age. The Rock, 50. Fuck. Kevin Hart, 43. Fuck. And Wahlberg, 51. Fuck. So with that, you were 11 years too young. Uh, oh, wait, you said 150 what? 155. Yeah, 11 years too young. 144. Too old. Yeah. You said Eleven yes, years yes. too young. Yeah. yeah, the answer was uh, too young for you there. <laughs> it's
1: not, not terrible in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I mean for your off. first
0: for your first guess uh, for everything. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking good. It's, all right, not awful, not awful. The next one we got Rihanna, ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg. Fuck.
1: <laughs> I want to say they're all like around Donnie's age but I don't think any of them are older. So maybe, maybe I feel like Ferg is like someone who looks like 10 years older than they actually are. Like he might look 50, but he's actually like 28. (laughs) Like, you know, those types of people. Yeah. Um,
2: I want to say like Rihanna's.
1: Rihanna may be like, she's been in the game for a while. I know, but like she also popped off when she was young. Mhm. So it's like that might be really deceiving. But I also might be thinking of like Beyonce who like popped off when she was young. But I think Rihanna started off when she was pretty young. So I I'm, I'm going to say like Rihanna's around like 29. Okay. And I think I think A$AP Rocky's Around the same. I low-key feel like he's younger, though. Like, I think he might be, like, 27.
2: Okay. But I also don't
1: think he's just four years older than us. I feel like he's... No, I'm going to say ASAP for, like, 30, 33.
2: Okay. And then Ferg. I'm going to go final answer.
0: I'm assuming you're just tallying up the age on your phone.
1: I'm writing down each
2: age. Oh, okay,
0: end. okay, okay, okay.
1: So, as a total, final answers for each. Ferg 35, Rocky 33, Rihanna 30, total 98.
0: You're very close. Rihanna's 35? What? She's and Rocky? That... Yeah, Rocky and Ferg are both 34. Fuck. So not... One hundred three is the age, so you're pretty close.
1: Yo, I did not think Rihanna was thirty
0: five. <laughs> right? I know. I looked that up. I'm like, God damn, she's mid thirty.
1: Yo, but Rocky thirty three. And yeah, no, thirty four, thirty four,
0: thirty. No, no,
1: We're but like 30. my guess of thirty three. Oh,
0: <laughs> very close. And yeah, 30, when you twenty seven, I'm like, damn, you're way off.
1: <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I said twenty seven, and I was like. No, there's no way he's only... I forget that I'm only 23, and I'm like, that's, like, three years older than me because I'm turning 24, and I'm like, there's no way he's... Like, little baby is, like, fucking 27 or some shit. Like, I... like Yeah, I knew...
0: Yeah, and they've definitely been in the game longer than they have. Yeah,
1: so I knew that was a really bad guess, so I had to switch an Audible there. You're right. All right, but I was right that, like rocky was younger than rihanna You were special guess but then i just yep. i so switched that switched up it. and i just did not think rihanna was 35 years old
0: <laughs> no that threw me off a little bit what I'm a curveball all right now we got my mom lindu me
2: and shaden i know you for sure know two of these answers Mhm. Well, even Shaden I might be like He's thinking. I'm thinking bad podcasting. Sorry, I forgot we were live. <laughs> Is she? Fuck.
0: Insert insert woman doing math with numbers all around her.
1: Or uh, Alan from The Hangover at the blackjack
0: table. (laughs) Counting numbers. Finding out which is which. I feel like this one, you're going to be really, really close to it.
2: I just can't. Your mom. Like, I initially went right to this, but I'm like, no. mm. Can I ask how
1: old your dad is? Or is that cheating? That's cheating.
0: I'll say this. My mom is older than my dad.
1: I knew that. Okay, okay. I
2: think your dad's...
0: All right, I'm going to give you a 10-second countdown now. This is the longest one. I know it's the most one that you can get probably right here, but yeah. 10.
1: Final answer. Oh.
0: 105.
2: Oh, you're a year off. Oh, 106.
0: Cool. Fuck. <laughs>
1: what do you have for the numbers? Sixty,
0: twenty-three, twenty-two. Oh, it's 61.
1: Fuck. I was going to write that down too. I'm not even kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I couldn't remember uh. if your mom was just older than my dad or just older than my mom. Yeah, they're that, very close. So that's they're what I was. So that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, is she like, has she cracked sixty yet,
0: or like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, turned sixty two in uh in August.
1: Damn, I literally was gonna write a one beside the six when I was like, huff, oh. And I knew, like even Shaden, I was like, my first initial shot was twenty-three, and I'm like, no, I, th- I think she's like a year—not maybe not like a year younger, but like, yeah, like six months younger. Yeah,
0: like yeah, May twenty-fourth
1: coming up. Oh, it's coming up. No, oh, oh, I'm thinking March twenty-fourth. <laughs> thinking March, March and May. Could you
0: imagine?
1: I was like, I don't think we celebrated it. <laughs>
0: no, we we definitely didn't actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <sighs> oh. Last one. All right. This was probably going to be the toughest of them all,
2: I'd yeah. say. Okay. Donald Trump, Donald, Joe Biden, and
0: Barack Obama. It's like a
2: thousand. <laughs> now this one. Trump looks really good for his age. I know he's in his 70s. Like, I think like
1: Trump is like I'm thinking 76. And I okay. think I think Biden has cracked 80. Dude, like that guy is a fossil dude. <laughs> like that guy is so old. He's like bleeding from his eye and shit. It's fucked. Falling upstairs. Yeah. The funniest videos is when he's walking into the White House and the security guard's like this way and he just walks right past them. Yeah. It's like, dude. Like, oh, where am I going again? Yeah. And I think Obama's around my dad's age. Like, I think he's older, but I think he's, like, hovering around that. Like, I don't... I think he's... I, I think Obama's, like, 64. Like, that's my first gut instinct. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go with this because fucking send it. Um, the math here. Math guy. big math guy. Jesus Christ that was a big <laughs> number. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, looking at this number, I know it's it's good. sounds like, holy shit, this is a bad guess, but like these guys are fucking old. Yeah. all right. my final answer.
0: Yeah, final answer. Combined number. Yep. 210. Damn. Dude, that's so fucking close. I'm... I don't know where you went wrong. I thought you would have been over. It's 217. So, I,
1: my guess was Trump 76. Correct. Really? On the money? Yep. Let's On go. the money. Biden 80 and Barack 64.
0: Hey, well, how did you do your math? Because... 6 plus 4 You should be 220 right now, my guy.
1: I forgot to carry the 1. Yeah, Obama's
2: 61. Forgot to carry the that 1. That would be
1: 217. Yeah, forgot to add the 10. There you go. <laughs> well, hell, well, even at closer. least I know
0: you were I knew or at least now I know you weren't using a calculator.
1: Yeah, even closer. <laughs> like, that's even a closer guess.
0: Absolutely. I'm surprised. I fucking hell. The fact that you were only wrong with Obama is like fucking insane. Yeah, I sniped Biden and Trump.
1: Absolutely. Like maybe I maybe even more or less Biden. Like I thought Biden was in the 80s. I just wasn't sure. So I just wrote down 80 because I was like, I know, I know he's cracked that milestone. Yep. So I'm just gonna write down flat 80. That um, was
0: perfect. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. that's not perfect. Hard. I'm I'm really impressed with the
1: last one there. Yo, that first one I was, I thought I was decent with 11, but I was the farthest I was off. Not bad. It's not bad. Stay tuned for next week and we might do the same thing with eight. Facts. I'm excited. Facts. Well, hey, that was a good episode.
0: Great episode.
1: Um, uh, next week is the Masters. We're gonna do a little Masters draft as well. Um, Hell yeah! Coming next week. Um. Should be fun. Should be a good time. Uh, I'm gonna, I have homework to do for this week. Um, leading up to this Friday, gonna be stressful next uh, couple of weeks leading up to the end of the semester. You're over there building fucking cabinets, fucking rights. Um, if you haven't listened to the latest Kick Back and Relax episode, um, that is live. It was very fun with the snacktastic boys, Corey and Carrie. Uh had them back on the show. We did uh, We did three drafts, comfort food drafts, uh, food starting with tea, and build your breakfast. Um, it was a very, very fun conversation with the boys, so definitely go check that out on uh, all platforms, including YouTube. But uh, Hayden, where can the people find you? On
0: Instagram and Twitter, at Hayden underscore Barton.
1: All right, Hayden is fired <laughs> officially and never to be seen again. Um, I'm cutting that part out just... F- because fuck you, uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Jevon Dot Twitter at Jevon Lafave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Left Side Heavy underscore. Check out the YouTube Left Side Heavy and give us a good review uh, everywhere you get your podcast. It really helps grow the show. Um, Real, do not be like that guy on TikTok. Yeah, what a loser that guy is. He has no friends. Thanks. Um, but I mean he did kind of dunk on us because he commented that and we have one like on the TikTok. So <laughs> yeah, and it's me. <laughs> yeah, and he's kind of proven our point. But that's besides the point. Um go follow us, support us, really helps. Um, and yeah, we will uh see you guys next time. Peace.